What's up, fans? Welcome back to the show. Guys, time the prize. It's another Friday. You already know, October 28th. Shout out to my cousin, Tiffany. She turns 40 years old today, the big 4-0. So happy birthday, Tiffany. I hope you have a great day today. I think she's in Vegas right now, so she's definitely having a good time. But I hope you enjoyed the day because I love you. Uh, enjoy the day. Happy 40th birthday to my cousin, Tiffany. So you got that going on. But yeah, it's a Friday. It's a beautiful day here, actually. It's kind of cold out there, but the sun is out here in Michigan but yeah Friday and I'm back you know I didn't have an episode last week but we're back this week so thank you for joining us and it's that time of the year we're in the heart and soul of football season because tomorrow we got the rivalry the rivalry game between Michigan and Michigan State it's going to be an interesting one a lot of people are already predicting that Michigan is going to blow out Michigan State and I honestly disagree with that this is a rivalry game anything can happen you know, Michigan State is preparing for this game. They're playing for this game now. I mean, we have to understand that. And Michigan fans, like, they're not that good this year. So if they can come to Ann Arbor tomorrow night and beat us, that's like a victory for the entire season for the Michigan State Spartans. Obviously, we can't allow that to happen. I mean, we're uh, riding a 7-0 and uh, season so far. You know, we had a bye week last week. So hopefully everyone's ready to go. Hopefully Jim Harbaugh gets his team ready for tomorrow night it's going to be an interesting one it's always a classic you know it comes down to the final play the final seconds uh the big play you know who wants it more i really hope michigan comes out and kicks ass tomorrow it's going to be a blue out at ann arbor it's going to be rowdy it's going to be crazy you know and there's nothing like the big house it's one of the best venues in all of america and obviously me being a michigan fan i'm saying that a little biased and you know i haven't really traveled around the world and visit all the venues so i definitely have to check that out but the big house i mean there's nothing like it in my opinion in college football it's it's amazing it really is but uh yeah it's gonna be great tomorrow uh 7 30 another night game first night game since 2017 i think it's the only second night game in their history so that's going to be interesting. So, yeah, 7.30. It's on ABC. Last couple of years we've seen this game on Fox, but it's on ABC where they used to play all the time when I was a little kid. So, yeah, it's good to see that, a classic matchup on a classic station. So, yeah, you got Michigan and Michigan State. So who you guys got? I got Michigan winning this one, but I think it's going to be closer than what people anticipate on both sides. You know, Michigan State fans are like, oh, yeah, we're going to get crushed. And then Michigan fans are like, oh, yeah, we're going to beat the hell out of you. I think this is going to be a really close one. It's going to be like a. 28-20 game or like a 24-21 game like I mentioned before. It's going to come down to the last seconds. It's going to come down to a big play, a final play, you know, within the final seconds, you know, a big hit or big fumble recovery, an interception, pick six. You know, it's, it's going to come down to one of those things. I mean, we've seen this rivalry so many times. I mean, that's what this rivalry is built on, uh, intensity, you know, dramatics, you know, who wants it more, aggression, you know, a little hatred between the Wolverines and the Spartans. But it's it's good fun. You know, it's good to see the athletes go out there and uh, do what they do best, and that's play football. But I got Michigan winning tomorrow. Go Blue. It's, it's going to be a good one. So, yeah, I know there's a lot of Sparty fans out there, and uh, I just want to know how you guys feel about tomorrow. You know, according to ESPN, I'm reading it right now, uh, they got Michigan winning. They got a 90.2% chance of winning uh, tomorrow night. And obviously, you know, Michigan means seven and zero and playing at home, and then the Michigan State Spartans being three and four and one and three in the conference. Um, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be interesting. Like I said, 
You know, it's a rivalry game. Anything can happen. I th- honestly think it's going to be a close one. But, yeah, Michigan, we'll talk about Michigan for a sec. They got to get their shit together. I mean, to be 0-2 t- against Mel Tucker, that's pathetic. 2020, we played like shit. You know, you lost to Rocky fucking Lombardi, for Christ's sake. And then last year, we had the game one in East Lansing, and you guys gave up the lead. And then, obviously, Kenneth Walker scored five touchdowns on our defense. It was horrible. <clears throat> it was fucking horrible. And the fact that Mel Tucker's 2-0 and against us is pathetic. So we got to go. <laughs> we got to go in the game tomorrow and kick their ass. I mean, that's the mindset we got to have. I mean, if we'd run up to score, we'd run up to score. It's a rivalry game. You show no mercy. And we're 0-2 in this rivalry. And then, obviously, the last 14 me- meetings uh, between Michigan and Michigan State, Michigan has only won four of them. So Michigan State has won the remaining 10. That's pathetic. And you know what? Tomorrow I really hope Michigan really gets that ground game going because it's been working for them. Obviously, Blake, Blake Horam has been lights out all season long. And then Donovan Edwards has been a great backup as well. And then the receiving core, you know, Ronnie Bell coming back from that devastating torn ACL last year. He's been lighting up uh, Cornelius Johnson, picking it up a little bit. We're seeing a little uh, spot, you know, a little shine of Andrew Anthony. We're seeing a shoemaker a tight end making some plays. Uh, and then obviously Roman Wilson, another deep threat, uh, making some plays as well. I just worry about J.J. McCarthy's accuracy in this game. He has to make those throws. He has to make the deep throw, deep ball throws because we've seen it time and time again this season and even last season. He just cannot make the deep passes. I mean, he's overthrowing his receivers. He's underthrowing his receivers. Uh, it, you can't do that, especially in a rivalry game. Everything's got to be crisp. I mean, obviously there's going to be some mistakes, but then you can't make the same, same mistake twice in a rivalry game. He needs to make those passes. He needs to make the right decisions. I mean, he's holding on to that ball too long, trying to make a play, trying to be a playmaker. Be smart. Throw the ball away. If nothing's there, throw the ball away. I'd rather have you throw the ball away than take a 10-yard sack sack for a loss. You know what I'm saying? He needs to make smart decisions in this game. Simply put. So you got J.J. McCarthy going up against Peyton Thorne. Should be an interesting matchup, but yeah. I don't know, man. You know, I want you know, I I got Michigan winning, but it's gonna be close. It's gonna be a close game, in my opinion. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout like a lot of people are anticipating. So yeah, let's go through the stats real quick. So points per game, Michigan State's scoring only twenty seven point three, averaging twenty seven point three points. Michigan uh, averaging forty two point seven points. Points allowed per game. Uh, Michigan State's allowing just above 27 points per game on average. And then our defense, Michigan, is giving up uh, just a little over 12 points a game. And then total yards, uh, they got 349. We got 473.6. So, you know, and then uh, yards allowed, passing yards allowed for Michigan State, 269 on average. So that's a great opportunity for our passing game to really light it up tomorrow night and J.J. McCarthy making those passes, making those throws, making those plays, getting to his receivers so the receivers can make plays, score touchdowns, or even get into scoring positions, and then we can take care of business there. So right then and there, 269 yards, uh, passing yards allowed by Michigan State's defense, that's a great opportunity for our passing game to really light it up tomorrow night. 
And yeah, rush, rushing yards, they allowed 153.3 rushing yards. We've allowed 85.9 yards. And then going back to the passing yards, we've allowed 164.1 yards. So yeah, the defense has been really good the past couple weeks. And they have to keep it up tomorrow. But the difference in this game, I believe, is going to be the running game. Can Michigan continue that dominant running game against Michigan State? I mean, the stats say possibly yes, but it's a rivalry game. Anything can happen, you know. Right, you know damn well right now, Mel Tucker is getting his team ready for this game. I mean, he's two and zero against us, which is fucking pathetic. We're gonna make it two and one tomorrow. I honestly think Michigan's gonna win this one. They better win this one. I'll be fucking pissed. So, but yeah, I, I got this score possibly being twenty-eight and twenty or twenty-four twenty-one or even twenty-three twenty. It's gonna be a very close game. It's gonna be within you know, you know, three to eight points in my opinion. So, yeah, I want to hear from you guys. Uh, what's going What's going to happen tomorrow? we got Michigan, Michigan State, an iconic rivalry game, uh, battle of the Paul Bunyan Trophy, battle of uh, state bragging rights for a year. Go Blue. I got Michigan winning. I want to hear from you guys who's winning tomorrow, uh, the Wolverines or uh, Sparty. Are you guys Go Blue or Go Green, Go White? I'm Go Blue, obviously. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be a go one seven thirty start tomorrow. ABC, place your bets right now. Uh, Michigan is, the spread is plus 23, so Michigan's giving Michigan State 23 points, so they think they're going to win by three touchdowns. Anything can happen. I think it's going to be a close game, but I really hope Michigan gets the job done tomorrow. So, yeah, go blue. Place your bets. It's going to be a good one. Uh, J.J. McCarthy, you better make those fucking passes. And Michigan's defense, you better stop Michigan State. Simply put, I mean, <laughs> Mel Tucker does not deserve to go 3-0 and against us. And Jim Harbaugh, too, he has a bad record against Michigan State. He needs to wake his ass up, too. And you got to play all four quarters. Learn our lessons from last year. We were up big. We were up by 16 points late in the third quarter, and we, we gave it away. We can't do that tomorrow night. And I, really, and I think that the crowd's going to help out a little bit. The blue out. They're going to be loud. They're going to be crazy. They're going to be... They're going to be uh, energetic all night. So it's going to be a good one. It's always a good one. It's an iconic rivalry. I love watching it. You know, whether Michigan, I mean, obviously when Michigan loses, I'm pissed off and upset. But just watching the game, it's one of the greatest rivalries in all sports, in my opinion. It's always great. You know, the dramatics comes down to the final play, like I mentioned before, uh, final seconds of the game. You know, it's it's great to watch with your friend, family and friends. So, yeah, go Blue. It's going to be a good one tomorrow. And I hope you guys enjoy watching that game. So, yeah, we got that. Uh, and then, yeah, I was going to say Michigan State has won 10 of the last 14 meetings. Uh, obviously, they've won the past two under Mel Tucker. It's going to be <laughs> it's going to change tomorrow. Uh, Michigan's going to win in a very close one at home under the lights, 730 Michigan's going to get the victory. So, yeah, Michigan's got to turn it around. they got to get their shit together. So, you got that. And then, also, let's see what other games we got tomorrow. I think we got <clears throat> Kentucky and Tennessee going at it. So, I'm going to pick Tennessee winning that one. They're really looking good. Hendon Hooker is obviously a Heisman Trophy candidate looking very good right now. So, I got Tennessee beating <clears throat> Kentucky tomorrow. But don't sleep on Kentucky. Uh, they, they like to play upset. So, But I got Tennessee winning that one. You got Ohio State playing Penn State. I'm going to take Ohio State winning this one. 
um, giving 15 points to Penn State. I got the Buckeyes winning that one. Uh, what else have we got here? Any other rivalry games? Oh, Oklahoma. God, they're trash. Uh, <laughs> they're going up against Iowa State, by the way. I'll pick Iowa State win that one. And then you got Florida and Georgia. I got Georgia winning this one, number one team in the country, kicking ass, taking names. You got that. Oregon, California, I got Oregon winning that one. Uh, what else we got? Yeah, Kentucky, Kansas, uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, I got Tennessee winning that one. Uh, yeah, that's basically it um, for kind of the big games. And obviously Michigan, Michigan State tomorrow night, I got the Wolverines winning that one. So, yeah, place your bets. College football tomorrow, baby. It's going to be a good one. And then, yeah, can't wait for the battle of the Paul Bunyan Trophy. Go Blue! Let's get that win tomorrow, guys. What? Let's go! All right. So, yeah, we got that. Enough college football. We'll obviously hit NFL towards the end of this episode. But I want to talk about UFC 280 from last Saturday. Great pay-per-view. Great pay-per-view. The fight card was great. All the fights were great. Uh, my opinion, the best fight of the night was Pierian against Sean O'Malley. And I want to talk about that fight a little bit. See, I was watching it, and I honestly thought Pierian won. Very close fight, in my opinion, but I think Pierian definitely won that fight. Obviously, the judges gave Sean O'Malley the split decision win. Lots of controversy, but I could see why. I mean, he landed more damage, for sure, more significant strikes. But Pierian did have control. Uh, for some of that fight and he didn't land some big blows and he got the takedowns he had like five or six takedowns so I don't know if takedowns even matter anymore but I mean they need to be considered and I think the judges got that one wrong nothing to take away from Sean O'Malley he looked fucking amazing better than I thought I mean you guys remember a couple weeks ago on this on this podcast I said Pirion was going to destroy Sean O'Malley and that he was going to knock him out that didn't happen. I mean, Sean O'Malley obviously took care of business, and he looked great. He looked really, really good. He landed some big blows against Pirion. I was really surprised. I was really surprised that Sean O'Malley was able to um, land those big blows against Pirion, and he looked great. So, yeah, nothing to take away from Sean O'Malley. I just think Pirion won that fight. But it was the best fight on the card, in my opinion. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, what do you guys think of UFC 280? It was crazy. It was a crazy one, but yeah. Pirion won that fight. That's my opinion, but it is what it is. So yeah, you got that. And then Aljamain Sterling looked dominant against TJ Dillashaw. TJ Dillashaw uh, dislocated his shoulder during the fight, and that motherfucker kept kept, kept going. <laughs> I mean, that that's crazy, man. I mean, these guys are tough as nails. And TJ Dillashaw uh, saw something yesterday that he's going to be out for a year. He's going to get surgery, uh, but I think his time's coming up. You know, he's getting towards past his prime, getting older now. And, uh, you know, obviously the PED scandal or suspension that he had to serve didn't help at all. But Aljamain Sterling looked pretty good, man. I mean, he's the bantamweight champion for a reason. So, I mean, who's going to fight next? Is Sean O'Malley in line? I don't know. So, yeah, you got that. And then Charles Oliveira went up against Islam Makachev. Uh, Islam Makachev got the submission victory in the second round. Charles Oliveira, uh, he really got manhandled in the entire fight. And I, I, I said this was going to happen, and it did. So Islam Makachev is going to fight probably Alexander Volkanovsky. Volkanovsky moving up in, uh, to the lightweight division. So that's going to be a very interesting fight whenever that happens. 
but Islam looked very dangerous. And yeah, Charles Oliveira, I like watching him. You know, I like watching him fight, but man, he just got manhandled in that fight last Saturday. So yeah, he had that. And then Benel Dariush taking care of business against Mataj Gamrot. I mean, he looked really good, uh, laying some significant blows. And then Kalen Chokagan losing uh, by decision against Manon Ferriat, the French woman. Uh, so that was a good fight as well. But yeah, that was UFC 280. It was a good one. How do you guys feel about it? Did you place any bets? Did you win? Let me know. It was, it was a good one. So yeah, you got that. And then the rest of the year for UFC, we got some big... Uh, pay-per-views coming up we got israel adesanya going up against alexander Pereira at ufc 281 for the ufc middleweight title that's gonna be an interesting one but i got izzy winning that one uh he just he's so dominant right now and uh yeah it, it doesn't look like anyone's gonna stop him so i got izzy winning that one you got carla esparza defending her title against zane wiley the women's uh, strawweight title i do believe it is uh, trying to pull it up right now yeah women's strawweight yeah, I got champion retain her title. I think he's, she's going to take care of business there. And then you got Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler. I mentioned this in the last episode. This one's going to be one a great fight, in my opinion. I really hope it is. But someone's getting knocked out or submitted, and I don't think this is going to go to the judges. I think these two are going to beat the crap out of each other. Oh, man, I don't know. I, I got Michael Chandler to win this one. I think he's got the momentum going in. I love Dustin Poirier. I love his fighting style. But Michael Chandler, I think he's got the upper edge in this one. So I got Michael Chandler winning that fight. But that's going to be a great fight. I can't wait. And then Frankie Edgar, his uh, retirement fight going up against Chris Gutierrez. I got the young stud uh, Gutierrez beating the legend Frankie Edgar. So you got that. And then you got Dan, Dan Hooker kind of on a losing streak right now going against Claudio Puelles. I got Claudio Puelles winning that one as well so yeah that's your main card for ufc 281 uh it's gonna be a good one uh november 12 2022 in the iconic madison square garden new york new york new york uh pay-per-view t- uh time uh the main card starts at 10 p.m so we're back to normal time obviously last weekend the main card started at two because they were in abu dhabi but yeah we're back in the states so you got the prelims at eight early prelims at six and then the main card is 10 so yeah place your bets right now for that one it's gonna be a good one but yeah, UFC 281, November 12th, 2022, in Madison Square Garden in New York. So you got that going on. And then another big another big uh, pay-per-view coming up, UFC 282 in December, December 10th, 2022, back in Los Angeles, or not in Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Nevada. You got Yuri Prochaska defending his light heavyweight light heavyweight title against Glover Teixeira. I got Yuri Prochaska winning this one. He, that guy's a fucking monster. I think he's going to take care of business there. So you got that. You got Jan Blahovic going against uh, Magomed Ankalev. I know I butchered that name. Uh, but, yeah, you got that. You got Patty, Patty the Batty, Patty Pimblett going up against Jared Gordon. I got Patty winning that one. And then Darren Till. It's been a long time since we've seen him fight. Uh, he's been dealing with injuries off and on for the past couple years. He's going against Drew, Drew Custu. Plus, pluses, yeah. Some, I think that's the South African flag, if I'm not mistaken. So that should be an interesting one. And you got Bryce Mitchell and uh, Elia Tuporia. Oh man, that's gonna be. I think that one's gonna be uh, some fireworks. Um, those two like to beat the shit out of each other, or beat the shit out of their opponents. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ilya Tuporia in that one. So, yeah, some big fights coming up. 
next couple months. So be on the lookout for that. And then obviously the prelims, Robbie Lawler back in action. So you got that, and you got Alexander Gustafson in action as well. So some uh, legends still fighting in the UFC. So, yep, and that's going to be same time, uh, pay-per-view, main card, 10, 10 p.m., and then prelims 8, early prelims 6. So, yeah, place your bets for that right now. And it's going to be a good one. But, yeah, UFC 281 and 282. Uh, what a good way to end the UFC schedule for 2022. So you got that. And then now to end the podcast, I said we're going to go back to the NFL. We're doing it. Last night the Ravens won 27-22. It was a decent game. I kind of fell asleep, I'll be honest. Uh, I was pretty tired last night, so watched most of the game, but fell asleep like during the third quarter. But I finally won. I mean, it seems like Thursday night football, I can't get them right, but my pick – uh, if you guys saw my post on Instagram, I got it right this time. <laughs> the uh, Baltimore Ravens won. So, woo! Thank God. About time I won a fucking Thursday night football game. So, yeah, you got that. But, yep, as usual, the prize, main guy Zach, making his picks for week eight already, guys. Week eight of the NFL season. So, let's make the picks right now. Uh, Sunday, we got the 9.30 a.m. So, early, early game in London. You got the Broncos and the Jaguars. I like the Jaguars in this one. Uh, Broncos with Russell Wilson, they're just, man, they're just a sad, sad team to to watch. Um, to watch. So you got that. You got the Panthers at the Falcons. I like the Falcons at home. The Bears at the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys at home. The Dolphins at the Lions. Oh, Jesus, I'm going to go with the Dolphins because the Lions suck. I mean, they, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you got to be patient. No, I'm done with the Lions, man. I mean, all these people are like, oh, yeah, they're going to be a playoff team this year. And they're 1-5 and five now, and we're in week eight. And I said way before the season even started, and I was being generous at the time, that they were going to win six, seven games. They're lucky if they win five now. I mean, they just have nobody. And that's the thing. Last week against the Dallas Cowboys, their defense was actually pretty fucking good. But then their offense took a shit. Like, it was flip-flop. I mean, a couple, a couple weeks ago, we had the number one offense, and we haven't scored a touchdown in two weeks. We got shut out by New England, had the bye week, and then we scored six points against the Dallas Cowboys. Like, what, what the fuck? You know, and this is after we, like I said, we were the number one offense going to that game against the Patriots. We didn't score a fucking touchdown. And then we didn't score a touchdown against the Cowboys last week. But our defense looked good. Jeff Okuda looked good. I mean, we, we were in the game, but our offense couldn't do shit. And you know why? Because Jared Goff blows. He does. I mean, he sucks. And the Lions have to deal with that for the rest of the season. So, yeah, they're lucky to win five games, guys. I'm sorry, but this team is just the worst franchise, the worst sports team in the world. I said it before, and I'll say it again with no shame. So I'm picking the Dolphins to win that one. And the Lions are playing at home, too, so that should be interesting. So you got that. <laughs> you got enough Lions talk before I start smashing things around here or smashing my laptop. <laughs> so, yeah, you got that. You got the Cardinals at the Vikings. I like the Vikings. Uh, you got Raiders at the Saints. I like the Raiders in this one. You got the Patriots at the Jets. I like the Jets at home. Uh, I think they're gonna they're a pretty good team right now. I mean, yeah, they lost uh, Brees Hall for the rest of the season due to a torn ACL, but they signed James Robinson from Jacksonville. So we'll see how he fits in that offense. So you got that. You got Steelers at the Eagles. I like the Eagles at home, I think, to continue their undefeated streak. The only team, by the way, 
uh, undefeated. So you got that going on. You got the Titans at the Texans. I like the Titans. Nice divisional game there. You got the Washington Commanders at the Colts. I like the Colts in this one. You got the 49ers at the Rams. I like I like the 49ers in this one. I think their defense is going to be a difference maker. And you know what? Jimmy Garoppolo actually looks pretty good. You know, he looks pretty not not that bad. So I got 49ers winning that against winning that game against the Rams. You got the Giants at the Seahawks. Both teams are looking pretty damn good. Geno Smith's looking good. Uh, Danny Dimes, <laughs> Daniel Jones himself looking good. But I got the Giants winning on the road there. And then you got the Packers on the road at the Bills. I got the Bills winning that one for Sunday Night Football. And then Monday Night Football, October 31st. It's Halloween, baby. We got the Bengals. At the Browns, the Bengals are without their top target, Jamar Chase. He's got a hip injury. He's going to be out for four to six weeks, I do believe. I saw that yesterday on social media, so that's unfortunate. Uh, but I still think they get the victory at the Browns, another division game. Yeah. Should be an inter- interesting one for Halloween. Notice how both teams are orange, and orange is usually a color that we associate with for Halloween. So that's week eight for you guys. Place your bets right now. Let me know how you feel about my picks. I'm one and oh already, baby. Woo. <laughs> I love it. Can't, can't believe that. But yeah, the Ravens took care of business last night against Tom Brady, but yeah, that Buccaneers de- uh, team just does not look good. Tom Brady does not look good at all. And I just heard today that him and Giselle officially uh, filed for, or uh, filed for divorce. So that's very sad to hear that. So yeah, hopefully break and break and pull through, and hopefully you can deal with it in the best way possible. So, yeah, that's it, guys. That's it for uh, guys. Time with the prize this week's episode. So, yeah, great to be back. Thank you for joining me. Uh, this episode's going to be available later tonight, so be on the lookout for that. I'll post everything about the times and stuff, and I'll I'll have links to the episodes, and then you can visit our whole library of episodes. And, yeah, listen to whatever episode you want. But, yeah, this episode's going to be available later today, so be on the lookout for that. But, yeah, thank you for joining me. Watch some football. Play some bets. If you're watching Michigan, Michigan State game, it's going to be a good one. It always is. Go Blue. Get that victory tomorrow at home under the lights in Ann Arbor. Uh, beat the shit out of Sparty. <laughs> please, please, please win the game tomorrow. And then, yeah, obviously watch NFL Obviously, we're not going to expect much from the Lions, but all the other games, get your fantasy football lineups ready to go. Place your bets. Week 8 is going to be a good one. It's already off to a good start. So, yeah, thank you guys so much. You're you're the best. Enjoy the weekend. And then happy Halloween. Obviously, I won't be here. You know, I won't be here Monday. So happy Halloween. Stay safe out there. Get, get lots of candy. And uh, if you have any Halloween parties this weekend, have fun and stay safe. All right, peace. We're out. We'll